this spot analysis network football i'm your hancock hamid abdikarim you can also call me football tourist and on this part of the podcast we shall be discussing transfers so guys i'll be working alone yes on this part of the show yes and let's start with manchester united who have completed the move for rafael varan after varan comes into market and it's coming to manchester united on the 50 million pounds deal I mean, he's a very good one for Manchester United in any way you want to see. This guy brings a lot of experience and he brings that winning mentality to this Manchester United squad. He's a player that has won more trophies than Manchester United in the whole of Manchester United, in the whole of Manchester United in the last five years. I mean, last, last season, Manchester United struggled defensively. Really, when you compare the record to the other teams that finished in the top four, Manchester United considered. Manchester United considered 44 goals last season and of these goals also it's also important to know that majority of these goals came from set pieces and with the experience of Prophet Varane who averaged who won at who won more than 60% of his area goal success last season Manchester United will not be able will be able to cope the excesses of this defense like the flaws the excesses of flaws in their defense and we should expect a better Manchester United side and as far as I'm concerned, I think Manchester United are genuine contenders going to the new season. In part, in the past seasons, Manchester United have been title pretenders at best. But going to the new season, you have got to consider them as genuine contenders. In Paris, Bryant and Rayo Maguire, they have one of the best centre-back pairings, not only in England, but in Europe. I will still forget the fact that they've got, they've also added Bruno Sancho. And before the end of the, before the, end of the summer, they're also willing to add other players. So whether you whether you like it or not, Manchester United are genuine contenders. Now behold, on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer to win something with this side. He, I mean, it is no brainer for him to finish next season without getting the title for the squad. Anything less is anything less is a big help for him and Manchester United. And Manchester United might be willing to ask him if he doesn't win, if he doesn't get to win anything with his side in the upcoming season. And so, I mean, let's, I mean, let's talk about, I mean, let's, let's move, quickly move to their uh, neighbors. I mean, the noisy neighbors, Manchester City, who are willing, who are on the verge of completing a hundred million pounds deal for Jadon Sancho. I mean, for, sorry, that just said Jadon Sancho, Jaguilis rather from Aston Villa. This is a deal I do not understand. Because Jaguilis, for if you, are, if you are getting a player for hundred million pounds, this must be a player that's capable of winning titles. Let's ask yourself. Manchester United and Manchester City have won all they used to be won in England. But what is left of them is to win the Champions League. Can Jaguars win the Champions League for them? It's a big no for me. Last season, they scored a lot of goals in the Champions League as compared to the Premier League. But then when you go to the final stage, when, when, get, when they go to the final against Chelsea, they failed to win the Holy Grail. And that is not because they couldn't create. They created chances even that and that, but they couldn't get the I mean they couldn't get the ball behind the back of the net. And we should also bear in mind that Manchester City scored more than 80 goals last season, which is the least number of goals scored under Pep Guardiola, which shows despite getting a lot of chances, this shows that creating chances is not Manchester City's problem, but putting the ball at the back of the net. Yes, he has created yes, that we know that we has created more chances than Pepe De Bruyne in the past we know, I mean, he's the most fast player in the Premier League. He, I mean, he's the good dribbler of the ball. He's the world's third best dribbler in the Premier League last season. We know his quality. But spending 100 million pounds on this player, um, on, on Jack Willis, is not, I mean, he's a no for me. He's a no for me. Um, his much should be, um, should be, 
maybe they should be using this energy on getting a proper forward a striker that can pull the ball at the back of the net so as far as i'm concerned this is a dorime transfer for me So, I mean, let's move to Asna. Yes, Asna actually removed uh, for Ben White, who was capated, which was uh, cross capated from Brighton and Old Albion to Asna. Now, the question is can Ben White whiten the fortune of Asna? Last season, Asna was one of, had one of the best defensive records in the English Premier League. At only, at only, uh, only Manchester City and Chelsea, if I'm not mistaken, scored, uh, recorded least goals considered than Asna. And for a player for 50 million, if you are getting a player for 50 million, it must be a player that's an upgrade on your existing players. Is Ben White an upgrade on Pablo Mari from holding Gabriel Dos Santos? I mean, he is, he is not, as far as I'm concerned. He is a good carrier of the ball, he's a good passer of the ball. We need no player carry the ball into the ball, into, into the final third, no defender carry the ball into the final third than Ben White last season. But when you are talking about defensive output, it's not, I mean, it's, it's, it's no way to be found. I mean, you can't compare him to this other guy. That's of Pablo Mari, Rob Holding, Talon Chambers, and the other and the other part of defensive line who were fantastic for Arsenal last season. So, if you want to spend like I just like, like, like I said about Manchester City spent 100 million on their bullish, but um, Arsenal should have made should have used this energy in getting a right back, a proper right back, a proper right back, or even try and improve the forward line. I know the summer is yet to get to an end. But you know, with Arsenal, you know we've got they've got having owners, Professor Professor Emeritus in the economics as owners. I don't think Arsenal should be spending 50 million pounds on Ben White. As far as I'm concerned, he doesn't improve them defensively. He carries the players, the good carry of the ball, but they've also got other good players of the ball. They've got Pablo, they've got Pablo Mario of Olden. It will be interesting to know that from Olden, we call them more progressive distribution than Ben White last season. So I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm this was the, I'm Rob Holding, Rob Holding for all you know, Rob Holding and Pabdomai recorded more long goals per 90 than Arsenal. So playing the ball from the defense or trying to get the ball from the defense has never been a problem for Arsenal. And I don't know why Arsenal are spending this huge amount of money for this uh, for this um for Ben White. I mean they could have even if they wanted to get the center back, I know David Luiz is gone. They could have gotten that if, if you if they could have gone to play for uh Taposki or yes Taposki of Burnley who has been brilliant for years for, for the Claret, he would have been a better option to Ben White. Uh Taposki is an upgrade on Abdomari and Rob Holding. If any if you have got him closely, though he, I mean he's not the best player with go at speed, but then he's a player that he will improve their defense. He's a player is an upgrade on the existing option. So Ben White will not whiten the fortune of Arsenal. Going to the new as far as I'm concerned, he's a good player. But then, Arsenal misplaced priority with this signing, considering the fee that was paid for for him. So, I mean, let's talk. I mean, let's leave England. Yeah, it's. I mean, this struggle will not be complete. This episode will not be complete. I mean, this part of the episode will not be complete if you don't talk about Chelsea's uh, link with Jules Kounde. Uh, it will be a very smart one for for 
Chelsea, we should people forget the fact that they've got a very solid defense. They've got solid defensive spine, but they've got an aging defensive line, especially with Thiago Silva and Cesar as the greater. And Juskunde, and with Juskunde, who is just 22, uh, is a very is a right move for uh, is a right move for Chelsea and for Chelsea. And we shouldn't forget that this guy will cost, I mean, will cost them just few quid. And now, like I said about Ben, like I, I will still go back to Ben Wise did. Now look at the how much Chelsea, and the rumored amount of money Chelsea get to for. We also know that the player might be involved. These are the kind of transfers we're talking about. This this is the right move for Chelsea. Skundi is a good carrier of the ball. It's also good. I mean, his defensively has good. So this is a very good signing for Stoman to her side. So let's go to uh, the final Serie where even thoughts are being linked with a move for for the former player Miriam Pjanic. We know as we know, we know Barcelona, Barcelona are in deep troubles. We're talking about finances, and Miriam Pjanic is being linked back to Juventus. But is that what Juventus need? Juventus last season we know so good in the midfield. I mean, the midfielders were. I mean, they couldn't get none of the midfielders could carry the ball progressively to the forward line. So. Getting a good carry of the ball instead of we know yeah I know it's still a rumor but this something something that we could not be making Juventus with especially for a side who has I mean who has been average at best in the transfer window over the past season. Marian Pianic let Barcelona continue to suffer from their own wrongdoings from their own bad decisions making. So Marian Pianic is a wrong fit for Juventus at this point in time. A move for Lukateni whose move is imminent. Is a better and a smarter one for uh, for Juventus. Don't forget that Manuel Lukatelli who gets the ball. I know more, no player add more progressive passes into the final. No add more progress. No midfielder add more progressive passes than Manuel Lukatelli in the whole of Serie A. Uh, in the, uh, than Manuel Lukatelli in the whole of Serie A last season. So a player like uh, a player like Manuel Lukatelli should be well above. Million Piani in the wish list of uh, Juventus. I mean, let's talk about the Spanish La Liga also transfers. You know, everything has been quiet in the Spanish La Liga, but I would like to talk about Real Madrid. Real Madrid have lost Rafael Varane and uh, Seki Ramos. How does this side go going to this? Yes, they got him David Alaba, and who plays David Alaba? Edam Ritao had a solid season last season, but okay, let's say Edam Ritao and uh, David Alaba are the first center back pairing. Who do they have to replace them? Who do they have? Who are the players that we can rotate with them when they get fatigued? Or who are the players that can replace them when they're not just injured? This is where the problem lies for Real Madrid, and they must get and they must uh, they must sort this out before the end of the transfer window. This is where we shall be joining the podcast on this part of the podcast. Do not forget that you can listen to the other part of the podcast where the top, where I add an interview with Mopola this Sonny Oluwashiun. I mean, who wrote, I mean, who is the writer at Chelsea stand or at, with the blue stand where we discuss Chelsea going to the new season, and also listen to the other to this other part of the other part of the podcast also where we argued about Bruno Fernandes 2020-2021 season and Frank Lampard 2004-2005 season. 